Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, this is Desi Jettikin. How's it going? Good. It's the morning. Should I introduce this show differently? Should I say, hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode? Sure. I started labeling it mini episodes. I don't, then I don't think we need to. Okay. They right. know. They can yeah. differentiate. If they have the title there. This is not a main episode. Right. We're just recapping the news. So some very important news came in this week, and that is that 58-year-old Jennifer Hernandez was arrested again because she went into the CIA office looking once again for Agent Penis. Oh, I saw that, but I didn't read the story. She basically just went in back to the CIA headquarters last week and was like, I'm still searching for Agent Penis. <laughs> I have not found him yet. I was here twice before. Yeah. You arrested me, but I did not find Agent Penis. No one's returning my calls. <laughs> I'm not just going to stop looking. And they're like, ma'am, please go yeah. home. She also uh, tried to go to Obama's house. And oh. they had to tell her, like, please do not go to Obama's house. That's like federal crime level probably. <laughs> yeah, right? like it feels like like she was arrested, but I don't know she's she's like I guess she was charged, she was initially it says she was initially charged with trespassing at the at the agency installation. This is from Business Insider, but uh quote during the most recent encounter at CIA headquarters in December, Hernandez was initially warned again to stay away from any US government installations. Okay. So this is a quote from Officer Bethany Erding. She is, that's her probation officer. She said, as officers, we're able to convince the defendant to leave the premises. She did not receive new criminal charges. Okay. So. I mean, she seems pretty harmless. Yeah, she just wants to know where Agent Penis is, which I think. We all do. I think it's fair. Yeah. Tell her, just tell her. I would love to know what's going on with this woman. Why don't they just make up someplace that yeah. he is? Why don't, Why don't they introduce her to someone dressed as Agent Penis? Honestly, that is probably a smart move. Yeah, because then we'd see what she has to think. What she has to say would to this she, guy. Would she say, you're not Agent Penis? Right. <laughs> that would be interesting. Like how a kid knows, like, you're not the real Santa Claus. Right, right, right. You know, know what? They, they should try it. I think we have better ideas in the CIA. <laughs> Seriously. Personally. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> So yeah, I, that's just a tip. If anyone who is works for the CIA is listening to this podcast, because obviously uh, this they is are. a very intelligent <laughs> podcast, we put the intelligence in CIA. <laughs> uh, please uh, just make up make up something. Make see up what an she agent says. penis. Have them visit her at home and see what happens. Say, ma'am, Miss, Mrs. Hernandez, this is yeah. Agent Penis. I feel like both outcomes will be interesting. <laughs> It's worth a shot. Yeah. Because what else have they done so far? Nothing. She's just going to come back. Yeah. She's never going to stop. She's not going to stop. So we'll keep you guys posted. Very, uh, very interesting story there. Okay. We don't have any Papa John updates, but we do have a Papa John's update. Oh. Look, we get sent a lot of food-related content. Mm -hmm. One of the things I got sent a lot this past couple weeks was... Shaq's Papa John's garlic sauce fountain. Yeah, I got sent that too. It's uh, is that sauce good? <laughs> That's my first question because I've never had it. I've literally never been to Papa John's. Desi. Me either. I just know they don't have good pizza. I don't think I can't remember the last time I've had 
non-good pizza place pizza, like those sort of chains. What is the garlic sauce? It's like a creamy, like what is it for? You just dip your pizza in it or does it come with breadsticks? It's I have probably no idea. some kind of breadstick situation. Okay. You know? So is that like one of their signature things? I don't know. I didn't look into it. <laughs> Next time I'll do better research I, on that. I have a lot of questions about but this. Shaq posted a video of like a party he had, I guess, with this garlic sauce fountain. Yeah. And of course we got sent it a lot because it right. looked like cum. It looked like very thick diseased cum <laughs> like it looked like unhealthy cum yeah like they hadn't came in a while yes like it was stored. and they don't drink a lot of fluids yes <laughs> that's honestly what it looked like so, uh yeah it's gross so papa john's this isn't about the garlic sauce this is about them unveiling a new food item on their menu Ooh. and i just wanted to get your opinion because judging by the picture it doesn't look that appetizing it's called the papadilla now, the papadilla is like a quesadilla, <laughs> except Papa John's is making it. And it's not really a quesadilla at all. Here's what it looks like, according to the picture, is it looks like a day-old pizza folded into a triangle and put back in the oven. Oh. Or put in like a panini so press. So they didn't even do anything really new. No. It's just like a different shape of their pizza. So it's almost like a gross calzone, too. Yeah. Right? It's like a grosser calzone. Ugh. I'm not a big calzone person. I don't like calzone either, but that's what it sounds like. I always think of calzone as pizza folded over. <laughs> Do you know what this, I mean? Here's a picture of it. I mean, it does have a quesadilla look to it. Yeah. For sure. But, but it, why am I dipping it in barbecue sauce? But, but that's what's on the side of it, barbecue sauce. I, I have to say, I'm not like a fan of the dipping of the pizza in different sauces. You never did ranch? No, because I find that to be like a trash move. And I like trash moves, but I'm not usually eating gross pizza. Right. So I would never dip like good pizza into ranch. Right. So maybe it's something you do with shitty pizza. I always I love ranch too and I love pizza. Right. I no, just I mean like look, I, I will admit, I will, I will admit there was like a period of time when I was like I don't know, maybe age eighteen to twenty, where I dipped ranch in pizza. I was also on a lot of drugs then. Look, I get that it's a popular thing, and I'm all for trash. I don't like that particular trash. Right. But I get why you'd, why you'd want to stick your gross pizza into ranch to cover it up. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one's doing that with high-quality pizza. No, 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 no. So, I don't know. There's, like, a ranch thing in this country, <laughs> like an obsession there's with a, ranch. There's a ranch epidemic in this country. Yeah, and I like good ranch dressing. Right. I have a really good ranch dressing recipe by the way I'll give it to you I've literally <laughs> never made it from scratch it's before. so good it's like lighter it's like not as thick as what like, kind of herbs go into that I Spices. usually put like chives in it um I don't think they're and like shallots like that kind of stuff fancy um yeah I am fancy. so this is from this article about the papadilla is from the takeout and it says this startling new innovation in quesadillaization tastes like a folded up slice of pizza. It's essentially a pizza sandwich, which is fine as long as you don't remind yourself that you're essentially eating an entire pizza by yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. And I guess it just, I mean, it looks, it literally just looks like a folded up in half pizza this cut into triangles. This is fast food innovation to a T. Like you think about Taco Bell, their whole menu is basically variations of like a few things. Like, yeah. It's just like recombining things in different ways. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why someone would want this, but I guess it's a convenient way to eat pizza when you're on the go. 
don't God. know. Okay. So, yeah, I just thought we had to have a pa- Papa John's update. All right. Always. Now, here's another update. Perdita, the world's worst cat. Oh, good. Has been adopted. This is from Insider. She has a new home and she has her own private bedroom. Oh, good. The people who adopted her, they're cat lovers, obviously. And I think they live in a house with other cats. It's a Tennessee couple named Joe and Betty, and they've renamed her Noelle. Oh. However, uh, her Instagram page, she's still listed as Perdita. The Instagram handle is Perdita's Journey. Right. Which so people can find her. Hollywood crime scenes following Perdita's Journey. My personal Instagram account is following Perdita's Journey. As we suspected, she's like very lovable now Aww. at this house. Um, I mean, I, it was funny though, because in this up, update article, there were like some more details about her bad behavior back at the shelter. Ooh. One of my favorite details was that, um, this is a quote from Insider. One of the cat's favorite activities at Mitchell County Animal Rescue was slapping catnip out of volunteers' hands and rolling in it. <laughs> and they got a picture of her rolling in the catnip. Oh my God, she's covered. It's really cute. She's cute. That's a cute picture of her. She's a very cute cat, so I just wanted to give an update. She's like, ah, she's sitting on the owner, the new owner's laps. Like, she looks good here. Yeah, I mean, she. I think she's happy in her new home. So, you know what? I think a lot of cats don't like being in the rescue. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. I'm going to talk about some sad news before we go into our main story of this episode. And that is that child actor Sean Weiss, I would I should say child star because he was a star. Child, child star Sean Weiss was arrested. He's been arrested before. He's had some drug problems. He's 41 years old and if you remember this guy, he starred in Heavyweights, which is like a classic comedy from the '90s. It's one of my favorite oh, childhood a friend, a friend comedies. Of mine was in that. Who? Max Goldblatt. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy shit! Uh, okay, so sorry. I'm, well, <laughs> I've I mean, just never heard anyone mention it before. Are you serious? Yeah. Everyone my age has seen Heavyweights and knows it's like one of the best kids' movies ever yeah. made. It's like starring Ben Stiller, and it's amazing. Anyway, he was in that movie. He played Josh in that movie, and he's fucking hilarious. He's also famous for the Mighty Ducks. He's just like a face, like I saw throughout my right. childhood in all these kinds of movies. He was, this is from People Magazine. It says the 41-year-old actor best known for playing Greg Goldberg in The Mighty Ducks was arrested on Sunday in Yuba County on charges of residential burglary and being under the influence of a controlled substance, which police believe was methamphetamine. And um, basically, his friend, a guy named Drew Gallagher, spoke out about this and had, you know, told people, like, look, he's not... He said he's not, quote, blameless, but the situation is also not, quote, black and white. 
meaning that, look, this is a sick man. Yeah. This is obviously a sick man. This is a very sad story. Sean looks absolutely unrecognizable. Yeah. Compared. I saw the before and after. It's pretty heartbreaking. It's, it's not the same person. It's and not, it doesn't look like him at this all. This is a yeah. person ravaged by drugs. It's really fucking sad. So I hope he gets the help he needs, gets better. Yeah. You know, uh, David set up a GoFundMe for his legal expenses and for uh, a potential rehab. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he gets he gets the help he needs. Uh, it says as of Friday afternoon, this is from last Friday, the campaign had raised more than $2,400 out of a $25,000 goal. So yeah, you can look for that if you want to donate to his legal defenses. Now, he, the main story I want to talk about today is an addendum to our main episode, and that is some more information about Vincent Parco, who was the private investigator in the Carolyn Warmus case. Oh, right. The one that... Danny DeVito? The Danny DeVito Bob Hoskins private de- investigator. Now, apparently this guy had a reality show called Parco P.I., Oh. On court TV. And it ran for two seasons. Wow. I never heard of it, but I assume it was basically just him going around. Private eyeing. Private eyeing his day to day. You know, he was described in the Carolyn Warmus case by journalists as like a sleazy private investigator. And that reputation seems to have followed him up into the present right. time. Because last year... He was accused of blackmailing a woman who said she'd been molested as a child by his client. Like like blackmailing her into not going after him. Going after into not testifying at the trial. Huh. This uh the New York Post has been covering this case. Like they had a trial last year, I guess he was convicted, he was found guilty. Oh, so but, this is a big thing. Yeah, but uh, of course the New York Post had a field day with it because some of the details are absolutely ridiculous. The headline reads, Vincent Parco convicted of blackmail in dildo-riddled trial. Wow. So this was a very dildo-centric trial that was going on. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because there was a sex tape that was made, like a blackmail sex tape. Um, This is from the New York Post. The one-time Parco PI star is on trial for allegedly trying to intimidate a former child sexual assault victim out of cooperating with authorities by setting her husband up with prostitutes and taping the tawdry tryst. Okay, so she wasn't in the sex tape. No, they were trying to set her husband up, but to blackmail her. That's so mean. Isn't that awful? That's just that's so awful. It's just like on so many different levels. So her husband fucked fucked these women and cheated on her like he seems awful too (laughs) well i mean yeah but he tried to like set this up and to film it without her know without him knowing i mean so he's like i'm gonna release these sex tapes with your husband if you pursue this uh, charges against this guy against this guy who molested you who's a client of mine it's pretty fucking disgusting and like i said before new york post this is like so right up their alley yes with the headlines i mean some of the headlines are just wild but where does the dildo come in listen (laughs) this is from april 22nd 2019 this is the headline from the new york post judge lawyer struggle over what to call a dildo at vincent parco trial (laughs) i'm gonna read this okay from new york post by olivia ben simone and tamar lapin things got down and dirty in a brooklyn courtroom monday when the judge and defense lawyer got into a debate over what to call a dildo at a trial (laughs) 
Judge Donald Leo didn't actually want to use the word dildo, so he asked the lawyer for a synonym. The lawyer's client, TV gumshoe Vincent Parco, is accused of trying to intimidate a client's sex accuser to get her to not testify against him by setting her husband up with a hooker, that's their word, in a film dildo-fueled romp. So there was dildos in this sex tape. Okay. But to describe the sex tape, and the sex tape was played in the trial. Ooh. Yeah. But they could, apparently there was arguments about using the word dildo. I can't even imagine how great it would be to be on a trial like that, like as a juror. Like This is a quote from the defense lawyer. I can use artificial penis, defense lawyer Lawrence Labreau offered. The justice countered with prosthetic. But Labreau protested, saying he didn't, quote, want to go too far from what it is. The judge pushed back that he still wanted, quote, something more neutral. The pair eventually settled on rubber penis. How is that better than dildo? Dildo isn't like a filthy word. Rubber penis is more disgusting. Absolutely. This is an insane conversation. (laughs) This judge seems like a prude. (laughs) Like, how is any of those choices better like, dildo is not a dirty word. Like, but why are they even arguing about this when they're showing the sex tape? Yeah, in the trial. Yeah, that seems to be like something you wouldn't show if they're worried about modesty. It's insane. I just don't understand what this, this argument judge, is. I can't believe this judge. I, I love this back and forth, though. So basically, they're saying that the sex worker that Park Parko is accused of hiring to help seduce his target's husband used the dildo in question on the man. So she pegged him. She pegged the husband of this woman. Well, that's a strap on. <laughs> well, not unless she just shoved a dildo in his butt. Oh, that's true. I think that's what it was. I don't think she pegged him. I think she just put it in his butt. But we don't know. Parko was alleged to have or- organized this whole thing. Like he set up this woman right. to seduce the husband. And once she seduced the husband, then they filmed it. Got it. And then he went to. Did he know she was a sex worker or did he think it was just a pickup? Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, I'm not sure. I, I mean, like, I'm, like I said, like I, I need to like report on this or maybe for a bonus episode. Yeah. I think for a bonus this episode. Sounds really good. Yeah. I'm going to actually just do this whole case. But okay. so this is just a teaser because there are a lot of great details in okay. this, but I didn't have time to okay. write a whole report on this. So look out for a future bonus episode coming soon. Okay. And I will give you guys all the details on this case. Uh, Okay. Desi, do you have any movie, podcast, TV, book recommendations? Um, Well, I'm still watching Outsider. Or is it The Outsider? Are you watching that still? I haven't watched the past two weeks, but so don't tell me Um, anything. I won't tell you anything. But uh, I still like it. It's good. It has like a supernatural element to it. There's like seven episodes now, I think. So if you want to watch it, you wow. should uh, watch it. Um, it's very good. So I'm still watching that. And then I had a bunch of podcasts um, that I've been listening to. So the first one is about a case that's sort of in the news again, the Kristen Smart disappearance from, Cal- um, what is it, Cal Poly, which is where my niece went, actually. So I've been up there a lot. Um, that podcast is called Your Own Backyard, and it's a guy who lives up there, which is kind of like the San Luis Obispo area. Oh, I'll have to download it. But it's a more recent-ish case. It's not like that old. So she's never been found. No one knows what happened to her. And then I think this this week they um, brought in one of the original suspects for questioning again, who was a friend who who kind of took her home right. that night that she was like at a party. 
Uh, so yeah, that podcast is inter- interesting. If you were into that case, then definitely check it out. If you don't know about the case, you might be interested. Now, someone pointed out this other podcast to me and I haven't got into it yet, but uh, I'm really excited to. Um, they recommended it to me because I like that show, Swindled. And this is called Business Wars. I think it's a Wondery podcast, but it basically will... Each season, which is just a few episodes, but they label it that way, is is sort of like Hershey versus Mars. So it's like all these like back and forth between these companies that have a similar uh, product, <laughs> like these wars between the two companies, and they go into like the raisin industry, like in California. There, so each season is something like that, like Macy's versus Gimbel's, and like these competitive like companies when they're going after each other what are, to win the market. What's the other raisin company? Sunmade, and I think there's like. I didn't re- I didn't listen to that episode yet, but I guess there was all of this drama within the raisin industry. Ooh. I just like stupid shit like that, <laughs> especially with corporate assholes, because there's really no like good guys in them. Right. They all kind of suck, so you can kind of just enjoy. And like Facebook versus Snapchat, like um, the WWF versus the WCW, like a wrestling one. So I don't know. It looks really good, and I can't wait to dive into that. Thank you for the recommendation. Now, um, there's a few other... Uh, podcast that I wanted to give a shout out to. Um, one of them is by Andy Kendler, who is a friend of the pod. Uh, he's a really hilarious comedian. And I feel ashamed to, to say that I just realized he had a podcast and it's been out for a few years now. It's hosted with J. Alvis Weinstein, who was from Mystery uh, Science Theater 3000. Yes. Am I saying it right? Okay. And they bill it this way, two Jews, two mics, two hours. And then this is a podcast I listened to a while ago and then I got back into it again. And it's by my friend Ian Carmel. It's called All Fantasy Everything. And it's basically they do fantasy drafts, but for things like sandwiches, um, sex, celebrity sex tapes. So it's like in the thing where each each of the people on the show, like they're p- making their picks to get their fantasy team together. But it's like not sports stuff. It's like everyday items. And it's really funny. All the guys are funny. And then they have guests on um, as well. The other thing I wanted to give a shout out to is one of our listeners, her name is Sophia. She's a longtime listener, started a book club. So you can join that on Facebook. It's called the HCS Book Club. And this month they are reading Betty and Joan, The Divine Feud. And it's like a fun group of women. So, or guys too. Um, So if you want to join the book club, then find them on Facebook and you can read. I think they're just going to do like celebrity oriented and crime books. So check it out. Um, Yep, that's it. Started listening to Swindled. Oh, you did? Binged a lot of it. It's good, right? Yeah, it's really good. I really like scam crimes. Like, I'm fascinated by them. I listened to the Jim and Tammy Faye one the other day. You did? (laughs) Yeah, it was really good. Um, That's the one I I listened to that one yesterday, too. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I want to do that, do them sometime. Yeah, I was thinking about that. uh, It's an amazing case. Um, Some people were complaining to me that they don't like the the dull host. But I feel like it's fine. You know what? You're not going to like every host. I think, to, to be honest, I sometimes take a few episodes to get into the host rhythm. Even yes. if it's a banter show or a more straightforward show, it takes me a while to get into it. Agreed. So if you feel like you're into this topic, I would definitely recommend giving it a few, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I mean, maybe you can do what you want, but the, the topics are so good. Like yeah. I also listened to the fire festival one yesterday and that one was like funny. Like, and he is funny sometimes. Did you hear his native ads? I'm sorry. I love his native ads. Like, I think he has like 
a low key sense of humor that people aren't picking up. He on. does. He is funny. The host is funny, you and just, he knows he's that dry, dull guy. Like he's in. He knows it. Like I like. I have no. I like his voice. It's fine. I, I I like hearing the story read to me straight up. But then he does. He will sneak in some dunks. Yes, and I like that. No, it's a good show. I like the psychic one he did. Have you heard oh, that Sylvia one yet? Brown? Yeah, I didn't get to her yet. We, yeah. She's amazing. She's she's an <laughs> what an insane woman. I I feel like I've known about her my whole life because she was on like every TV daytime right. talk show. Like so, I've always seen her. Yeah, and it's like I love that type of thing. I mean, we should do her at some point too. Uh, but yeah, it's a good show, um, and I'm excited to get into Business Wars because that sounds good too. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I that's like the only new podcast I'm listening to right now that I actually really like. I've tried a couple others. I'm not going to say because I don't want to trash talk other shows on the show right. that I'm just not that into but like this is the one that I'm like oh good but I still am looking for new shows right now to listen to yeah I kind of always am new too. true crime I'm always looking for new true crime shows that's what, that's what's so funny when people are like oh another true crime podcast it's like I cannot get enough true crime podcasts Right, because they always have different takes, and then you'll hear cases you never heard before. Or there's like, like, it's not like every true crime podcast I want to listen to. Yes. So I want more. I want the most amount of content to choose from. Right. I feel like I don't have a, enough of those either. Um, but yeah, Swindled is good. I, I, when I, I heard it, I was like, this is, I love the show immediately. Yeah. I and like I rarely it. do that. So I like it. Yeah. Um, and that's it, I think. I don't have yeah. anything else. I mean, Still just watching the same stuff. I'm always watching Curb, 90 Day Fiance. There wasn't 90 Day Fiance this week oh. because of the Super Bowl. Oh. Does no. it air on Sunday, that show? Yeah. Okay. But new episode coming out soon. Very excited. Um, Better Call Saul's coming back soon. I think, I don't know if Ozark's coming back soon. I think it is. I know that Better Call Saul's coming back, and that's like one of my favorite shows ever. So very excited about that. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money, and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Uh, I watched an amazing Nicolas Cage movie called Knowing from 2009. That is like, there is some high comedy in that movie. Uh, It's not a comedy, but you should watch it. It's on Prime and it's it's just, it it is brain garbage and I'm a fan. Is it, wait, when did it come out? 2009. Okay. Look, there are... There's so many Nicolas Cage movies I've never heard of. He just keeps (laughs) making movies. Yeah. He just is like, he's working all the time right even if the movie is absolute garbage that man works he has like a lot of debt i think like i remember hearing some stories where he's made bad investments or bought stupid shit he was buying like weird like archaeological shit i feel like right and something happened where he made a bad i remember he like lost a lot of money somehow and i think that's why he's doing these movies yeah. Uh, good for him. I, I don't care. I'm a fan of his. I'd be in a shitty movie, no problem. Are you kidding me? I'll <laughs> do anyone's shitty movie. I don't care. But this movie's like a very entertaining, like I posted a clip of it on my Twitter and it was just so stupid, but it was so entertaining. Cool. Um, uh, yeah. What'd you eat? Food. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I, did I go out this week? I don't, this week is such a blur. I know. I don't even remember we what I did. We both made chili. I remember that. Oh, yeah. I made a really good... One of my favorite chilies is that like green chili chicken one. That's a good one. I love it. Oh, you know what I did have really... Well, I I went to the cheese place a lot. We know that. Desi, you, you went there I have like, a problem. You I went, went there like three times this week. I know, week. <laughs> because I saw your Instagram stories. I was like, what is this bitch doing? You know what? It's right by the place where I work, the coffee place. And sometimes where... You know you're like, I don't want to eat a sweet breakfast thing, like the scones and stuff. You want a cheese plate. And I'm like, I would like to have a sandwich from the cheese store. <laughs> they have the best sandwiches. They're like out of control. And they have muffaladas sometimes. I what? saw that you said that they didn't have it, that you've never had one. They have them sometimes. So I got the, oh, they have like the best vegetarian sandwich If too. they have a muffalata. Buy it and hand deliver it. Yes. Okay. When you come over, it. please. Um, I did. So I went there. Uh, oh, so I went there and every like first Monday or something of the month, they have a bread store pop-up. Like someone comes in and 
like make stuff. So the bread is called 96. I can't remember what it's called. Um, anyways, 96 something. They're in Pasadena. She makes homemade sourdough bread and it's from tartine, like the recipe, like the, like that's how she learned from tartine, which is in San Francisco. Really good sourdough bread. It takes 96 hours to make. That's like the name of her company. But she also was there flipping tortillas. So I was like, what's going on with those tortillas? <laughs> While I'm eating a cheese plate and a sandwich, sharing with my partner in crime, Betty, uh, she was flipping these tortillas. And I came over to her and started talking to her about her bread. And the tortillas are made with duck fat. I saw that picture. They're flour tortillas, but like all natural ingredients, and they're made with duck fat. The best flour tortillas I've ever fucking had. I bought them. They're like not that cheap either, but it's like worth it. And then I made this. I made the chili because I was like, I need to eat this <laughs> flour tortillas with like a good chicken chili. They were so good. Will you bring those tortillas to me? I'll go the next time. So she has this pop up at the cheese store once a month. So I'll okay, go the next I time. I need you to get. This is what I need you to bring me. <laughs> I need muffalata. you. I need you to bring me a muffalata sandwich, and I need you to bring me those duck fat tortillas. And they're she sells them where they're still raw. So when you cook them, you're right. cooking them fresh. Like, right. They're so good. I eat them all Bring literally. Them to like, me. Oh my God. I know. I mean, I guess I could get them before the pop up because she operates out of Pasadena, which is kind of close to me. Um, but yeah, so those were Dude. my exciting things. She's great. Uh, so look for her. I'll get the name for next week because she's great. And she's like a single, I don't know if she's a single mom, but she's a mom. And that's how she started her business. She wanted to like stay home with her son and wanted to give him healthy bread to eat. <laughs> so it's like a cute little store and it's really good. Like, yum. Very good. Uh, yeah, I made a big pot of chili this week. I love making chili. It's like a, for some, making chili is like a calming therapeutic thing for me. I'm very into eating something for a few days. Yeah. <laughs> like if I make a lot of it. Yeah. Like I'm not one of those people who is like, I can't eat the same thing. I can no, eat the same thing. I can eat chili every day. And the thing I love about making chili is that it's different every time. It's a little bit different every time. Right. I never follow a recipe. I just kind of improvise. Same. Uh, and it also gets better every day. It gets better every single day that it's in that fridge. I did think about the chili contest because I was like, this would have won. Even my, without toppings. Mine would have won too. <laughs> it was delicious. I'm going to make chili again later today. I bought stuff to make chili again too. You did? Yes. Are you making the same chicken chili? No, I'm making a different one. What are you making this time? I'm going to... Oh, I bought like... Uh, I bought... I'm going to make like a like a beef stew type one with like the beef stew meat, not hamburger, but stew meat. Right. So it's like shreddy beef with like, you know, I like beans. I'm not like a no bean chili person. Right. So it's going to be more classic. I'll post a picture on Instagram, obviously. I've <laughs> never had like all meat Texas chili or whatever. I before. have. It's good. But yeah. it's just, I don't know. I like the beans. Well, I guess I've had it like the ground beef all meat on like a hot dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not like a, I don't have like a steak in that bean, no bean, bean argument. Right. I just don't care. Right. I'm sure I would like it without beans too. I make a turkey chili. I do tur- ground turkey with beans. That's my signature. Like a red, like a red chili? A red chili. Yeah. But I do make a really good green chicken chili. Yeah. That's like, I love that green chicken chili. It's so, it's such a great dish. Oh, I got to make that next time. Maybe next week I'll make green chicken chili. I love but I'm it. making again, I'm slightly different variation on the one. I, like I'm using a couple different things. Chilies? Yeah. Do you use different chilies? I use multiple chilies in all of my chilies, but I use fresh chilies. 
Right. I've used dry. Well, the, t- and the I one time dried. I made a Texas chili, it had five different dried chilies in it. So I had to go to like, I live in like a neighborhood, like a, like a lot of Mexican like stores. Yeah. So I, I was able to get like every dried chili. So it's like so good. We yeah. need to get that stuff. I have some dried chilies in my pantry. I don't like cook with them a lot. You got to soak them and then blend right. them. No, I made like basically a paste with all these dried chilies mm. and it was really, it was an all beef one. Um, that was like the only time I made Maybe that. Maybe I'll put those in. I've it had was them, good. I've had them in my pantry for like almost a year. They're still good, right? Honestly, I don't know. It is one of those things you buy a lot of because they usually come in like a... Yeah. You never use a huge bag of them. I have a huge fucking bag of them in my pantry. I hope they're still good. Yeah. I think they're probably good. Um, Okay. Well, we're running low on topics here that I prepared. Do you have any final thoughts like Jerry Springer? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think one interesting thing that's happening is that I'm writing these articles every week, so I'm getting these like insane uh, emails from men all the time. Do you want to vent about this for a minute? <laughs> okay, I'll vent about it a little bit, because I don't want to shame the guys, because they are trying to help me out. But are they sometimes? <laughs> I think they just want to get into your emails. I, I think there's a lot of guys, and I'm going to be general here, because you can all assume that you're not one of them. Just go ahead and do that. Uh, who just w- are thrilled to email me about sexual stuff. Like, right. do you know what I'm saying? De- look, and I do think they are trying to help me for sure. Desi posed a very specific question with stipulations on her on her Twitter account and said, do not email me with this. Do not email me with this. Only email me about this. Yet, yet, <laughs> she still got emails about the things she did not want emails about. Right. Now... The reason, partially the reason I'm saying, just let me know if you're interested is because I'm going to have very specific questions and I don't need you to write all this stuff for me that I don't need. So it's partially for them. I don't want them to waste their time, but they still want to tell me all this stuff that they have wanted to tell me for a while, I guess. Yeah. And it's like, I get that I'm opening myself up (laughs) to these kind of things, but at the same time. Some of them just push it a little bit too far. It's just kind of interesting to see. I also can tell, like, I have never used, like, a dating app or anything like that. But I can see why I would hate it because I can't stand um, opening lines. And they've uh, some of the guys have used them in the emails. Really? Like, what? Well, where it's kind of like you can tell they want to say something funny and Ugh. not just, just say to me, hey, I'm interested in writing. I don't need it to be like, hey, wazoo, yeah, crazy girl. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like they have to, like, make an impression. And it's like, is that, like, dating app mentality? Like, they don't know how to just be like, like, I don't, I'm not looking for you to be interesting here. Just say, hey, I'm interested in answering your questions. It's not an audition. Yeah, it's not an audition, but it's like, I feel like guys are so used to like making a first impression from dating apps, possibly. Like, I don't know. I I have no idea. I think it's just people don't follow directions. Yeah, but there's something else where they're also trying to show their personality a little bit. And you and the question was, which I thought was a very I'm very fascinated to read this article. The question was, are you a guy who does not like blowjobs? Oh, that's this week's. That's this week's. Yeah. So some of the responses I got that I have showed you were were about the guys who tasted their own cum. Yeah. But I did get some guys who were talking about the that they don't like blowjobs. Uh, but I do have like a lot of at replies on those tweets. And those it's like, tweets I are- love blowjobs. Right. It's like, I don't fucking care. Right. That's what, that's not interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting when a guy doesn't really like it. Like, right. That's interesting. Right. I don't give a shit that you, you also, do. And also like the annoying replies of things like, 
you mean all liars? It's like, no. Like, a lot of people don't like things that you like. <laughs> that doesn't mean that they're freaks or, like, do you know what I mean? It's right. like, oh, you're such a great man. You love blowjobs. <laughs> like, who cares? Like, I just hate, like, that kind of stuff because it's like, you're not funny or clever. Just stop. <laughs> I think I put that today because I was so sick of it. I was like, and please spare me your, your <laughs> think twice before you send me a clever at reply. That was like, like I got so angry at that guy who said that disgusting some reply guy yesterday said the most disgusting thing to me that I was I was like honestly it made me upset the Buddha judge thing yes I don't even know what that means quite honestly I I read it like 10 times dude I figured it out I think he's talking about like his like that he makes milk from his tits (laughs) I have no idea because it was a picture of milk I had posted it was milk yeah but it was like a milk picture Okay. So the 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 content the content I had posted was about milk. Yeah. So this guy, some I don't know if you're a listener to the show of the show, but great, I'm double shaming you now. <laughs> if you're a listener, replied to me like that's not milk, that's Buttigieg squeezins. Oh yeah, Buttigieg squeezins. Squeezins. Which is it? Come. I don't know, but I was really upset about it because I was like, I get that you're trying to be clever, but. Don't ever fucking say Buttigieg squeezins in my mentions ever again, or I will block you. And I almost blocked him. I was so upset. Yeah. I don't... I Sometimes, feel like-, like, you can call me, uh, you know, a fucking cunt. You can call me a kike. But if you come into my mentions with a joke that's fucking disgusting, I will fucking block you. Yeah. Or a bad joke. <laughs> If it's a joke that makes me roll my eyes, I'm going to consider blocking you. I'm just amazed. We should do like reply guy, reply of the week <laughs> for the show because we have so many good Wait, ones. That's a really good idea. But don't try to be reply no, no, guy. No. Don't try if to you be. try to, that's an automatic block. Yeah. <laughs> if you're trying to be reply guy of the week, these have to, we're not, um, we're not going to accept admissions from people who listen to the show and are trying to do it these are just going to be like in the wild reply guys who are like not fans of the show who just follow us on twitter whatever yeah i don't like it i don't don't try to be funny there are some funny people who reply but most of of course i mean i think rachel and i have discussed this where it's like we're very careful about who we reply to unless it's like a friend of ours in real life yeah and we feel so much stress, and I just feel like a lot of other people should feel that same stress. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was like I was talking to Olivia last night after I was like, I'm so upset at this reply. And she was like, I literally like go into a, like, a f- I break out into a sweat, like thinking if I should even reply, and then I just delete what I was going to say. Like, yeah. I don't, it has to be like, I don't know. It must be nice to go through life just thinking everything you say is brilliant. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. clearly social media is meant to talk. Right. So I get like people doing that, but obviously there's a phenomenon. Reply going guy on. of the week. That's a new segment on the show. Okay. So save your reply guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, last thoughts. No, I don't have any uh, other thoughts. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go get my nails done now. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.